No, that's Unifern. <laughs> the fuck is Unifern? Oh, God. That okay. <laughs> I got a new job, and my new boss was telling us how her name was supposed to be Unifern, but her dad changed it to Amanda at the last minute. Go, Dad. That right? was an excellent decision. <laughs> I, yeah, I think she she dodged a bullet there. <laughs> right. <laughs> but to be fair, Unifern. I mean, do you know anyone named Unifern? You mm. would absolutely be unique. Mm-hmm. And you would also be just brutally <laughs> just made fun of as a kid. Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. Kids are mean. Yeah. I'm a fern, Who would you never cosplay as? Oh, you could do that. I could? I don't know. I don't know. Who would you never cosplay? Have you have a list that. of like 50 fucking cosplays that you want yeah, to see, do. I don't know if there's really <laughs> anything that I would never cosplay as. Yeah, that's a good question. Oh, Anna or Elsa from Frozen. I refuse. Oh, oh you're not doing really? that? Really? Really. Yeah. Okay. I refuse. That game was so, or that movie was so overplayed and it wasn't, you know, it was cute, but it wasn't as great as everyone said it was. And I just, I can't. So are you okay with, like, other Disney cosplays? Yes, absolutely. I just don't like those two. I think the characters were very flat, one-dimensional, and... Is Elsa the blonde-haired one? Mm -hmm. You could totally pull that off. You know that, right? (laughs) I'm aware that I could, but I will never. (laughs) Never. Okay, so for you, never any... Those two from Frozen. Right. Kayla? I I really... I don't think I'd have one that I'd never do. I kind of consider all things. I mean, I can't think of one right now that I wouldn't. I don't know if i can i want to get you to do just like a really butch like i'm just looking at the street fighter poster right now like <laughs> if i can get you to try. you want me to do a street fighter cosplay sure okay even though you've like played it once maybe sure that's all it takes right who, who are you gonna do from street fighter i don't know that's exciting so i've always wanted to do sea viper but you would actually make an awesome sea viper okay yeah yeah I'd say go for Sea Viper. I think you could pull Cammy off too. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've seen Cammy's before. I don't know if I have the ass for that. You, <laughs> you will soon. <laughs> Keep working out the way you've been. Cammy is a lot of ass, isn't it? Is. it? Like yeah, that's, it is. that's like ass that's, play. Uh-huh. That's not it's cosplay. Her, that's, no. <laughs> that is her character. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and when she wins a fight, she automatically always does the the Black Widow uh-huh. turnaround pose, where right. it's just nothing but ass. I mean, you could. That, that's Cammy does take a lot. That that's uh-huh. one I would never do. Right. <laughs> No, I think you'd make an awesome cami. God, I don't think I could do anyone from Street Fighter. <laughs> I guess uh, that's fair. I would, I would not try to do that. I'm only like just getting into cosplay. Like now that I know Michaela and know like her group of people, then it's I'm being sucked into it. Um, but yeah, like tight leotard showing off the ass. Don't think, don't think that's my look. So but you say you're you're just getting into it. Have you have you started yet? I've kind of started. I've made. I've done the easy mode where i've done finn from the new star wars which is a jacket and lightsaber for me and <laughs> you can pull off finn though i mean come on like oh, you're, you're yeah, playing in your, you're really playing well. in your wheelhouse yeah, man. yeah like, it totally works but that's like easy yeah. mode and then like i've done i don't know if you know anime at all but i really don't okay yeah um, that would be a tyler conversation okay i know i know a few and i like a few but it's not really it's not really my cup of tea okay well i've done one character from full metal alchemist an anime um scar from there so that's just like a jacket do some makeup and Which you're all you good made the jacket and i made the jacket with all the help from kayla kayla is all of our sewing teachers yeah. 
I've heard, and, and you're the reason why, and they've been trying to get me to do cosplay for years. <laughs> right. Nick Goches from uh, Kapow and now Rebecca, just on me, on me, on me. But I guess I can finally get a Brody jacket. Yep. And that's going to be the key for me because that will be my first cosplay. And again, just like your Finn, I have to play in my wheelhouse, mm-hmm. man. Yeah. Yep. Slacker. <laughs> easy, easy to pull off. I also have to have a costume that I can speak in. I can't have right. a mask. I yeah. have to be able to... To talk, so we're we're gonna we're gonna start there. Definitely, but. I will tell you, jackets suck at Kanza. Like full leather jacket for Finn, I was dead by like midway through the first. This will at least be somewhat breathable. Okay, yeah, it's corduroy, and corduroy, yeah. and okay. it'll uh, it'll be baggy. Mm-hmm. But no, I, I know exactly what you're saying. I'm I'm all about comfortability. Yeah, not only because if I'm doing interviews, but uh, just in general, I've never been to a convention in costume before i this is this is a whole new world for me my first one was last year like that was the first time (laughs) (laughs) this has been becca singing (laughs) Uh, yeah i'm excited to pull you into our i mean you'll never get as far down the rabbit hole with it as me or kayla no even tyler really (laughs) or sterling or sterling uh have you enjoyed it so far oh no it's still awesome and the thing is that like once you're once you're in costume at a con, like I've gone to a con not in costume, I've gone to a con in costume, and it's just night and day. Yeah. Like, everyone loves you if you're in costume, even if, like, they don't really know what your costume is so much. Like, I was kind of lucky because a lot of people knew Finn, and because there's not a lot of black cosplayers, there's not a lot of Finn cosplays out there, so everyone was just like, Finn, I need to jump <laughs> onto you. So, it was great. And also introduced me to my girlfriend, so, like, double A+. Plus. Even better, man. <laughs> if you guys would have told me cosplaying would get me women, <laughs> I would have been cosplaying years ago. <laughs> well, there you go. Maybe DCC will be your lucky. Yep. Yeah, DCC is awesome, and that'll be the first time I do cosplay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which uh, I think that's a perfect place to start, right? Definitely. I don't know if I want to. I wouldn't probably cosplay maybe at more of the, of the local cons, but I think if I'm going to cosplay, DCC is the right place to do yeah. it. I hope yeah. those dudes that do Jay and Silent Bob are there yeah. so that I can get a picture with them. That, that's a that goal. would be awesome. That's a cosplay goal for me. <laughs> yeah, you know? definitely. That would be fantastic. All right, well, let me throw a proper intro in here just so we have it, even though I can always do one later. And then we can go. We can talk about cosplay. I'm happy to do that. In fact, I'd like to hear about, uh, you know, you do more of the, the sewing and the creating mm-hmm. aspect of it. And if Rebecca considers you a master, you must be really good at what you do. <laughs> yeah, know absolutely. That. Oh, shut up. Stop talking <laughs> yourself down. Welcome to BitFaced. In the BitCave this week, we were supposed to record this episode a couple weeks back, but not only did we get a blizzard, but now Rebecca's car has been completely destroyed by My hail. poor car. <laughs> poor Moxie. Hoy. I was very sad to see those pictures. Yeah. So. so yeah, we got some really bad weather and we had to reschedule this. Uh, the good part about that is not only do we have Michaela here, but we've got Lloyd here as well. Hey. Uh we're going to get into some video games today a little bit later. I gave everyone homework like I often like to do, but I would like to talk first about cosplay. And everyone in the BitFaced audience was like, what did you just say, Eric? Yes, I do want to talk about <laughs> cosplay. So either one of you two can start. Uh, and Lloyd, I'm, I'm very interested too, since you just got into this. But Michaela, I guess my first question is for you. Okay. Rebecca considers you the master seamstress. Okay. Where did that all start for you? So, all right, that started, my mom has been sewing since I was tiny. Uh, I think I sewed my first quilt when I was about five years old, and it's been spiraling from there. I started making my own clothes at about 10, I think, and started going to Ren Fairs and making costumes for that. So it's been snowballing ever since then. You put me in this rabbit hole here. (laughs) 
Do you machine, hand, combination machine of mostly. both? Um, I do hand sew if it's absolutely necessary, but I despise that with a passion. So I try not to do that. Okay. But yeah, mostly the machine. Um, I don't have anything special. I don't have anything like a surgery or anything like that. It's just a simple brother machine. So... Yeah, she's been um, she's been teaching me to sew mm-hmm. because most of my um, cosplays have been like just simple alterations of clothing that I can find at thrift stores or whatever, and then also very heavily like armor based. So I haven't done much sewing. So she's been teaching me, and it's been been really awesome. I made a bestie jacket. She thingy. did. <laughs> I was very excited. <laughs> but yeah. So how much of your work is for your own cosplays and how much of it are you doing for other people like Rebecca that just need help with, <laughs> with, with a lot? Majority of my work is just for me. Um, more recently this year, I've been branching out into teaching people. I started teaching Lloyd, um, started teaching Becca. Uh, previously, I have done a couple of pieces for other people, commissions just to help pay for my own work <laughs> that I want to get done. So this fabric yeah. is fucking expensive. It is. And you have a closet full of it. I do. <laughs> yes, I am a cl- fabric addict. I have seven bins full in my closet at home. <laughs> so cosplay is a very expensive habit. Oh, or no. a yeah. hobby, It doesn't always say. have to be, I guess. No, it's a habit. <laughs> habit, addiction. Addiction. Yeah. yeah. Is it an addiction for, for all three of you? Yes. I think yep, if I lost definitely. cosplay, my, my life would change drastically and I would not be a happy person anymore. <laughs> yeah. Because um, for me, you know, I was never like a creative person. I was always like the science girl and just very, very analytical, very technical. Um, could never really like paint, hated art classes and then just started cosplaying and was kind of blown away at like how much I enjoyed doing something so creative. So I think if I didn't have that... I'd have to find some kind of other creative outlet. Mm-hmm. Is it the same for, for you guys? Is it a creative outlet? Definitely. Pretty much. So it's like, I think I'm kind of in the same wheelhouse as Becca. Like, I am a programmer. I am very <laughs> analytical. Like, I am not a creative person. Um, so it's like cosplay is a very unique challenge in that it's just completely outside of the normal box that I'm in. So, like, things that kind of come naturally to Michaela or just like I am struggling like <laughs> like no other to try to just like sew a jacket that took me a month two months to go through it I think it was about a month and a half yeah it was like at least a couple weeks to at least go through the like starter let's do some random fabric piecing together to see how it works and I think like Becca did it in like four hours or a couple hours it's like <laughs> it's still very different to like get into and um get used to but it's just like a completely different challenge, which is why it's kind of interesting. Well, I mean, you've got to start somewhere, man. If you mm-hmm. gave me two pieces of cloth to sew together right now, I mean, it'd take me three weeks to do that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which is why it's like amazing that Michaela's here because she can actually tell you how to do things and makes you not feel like an idiot while she's teaching you. Yeah, she's oh, definitely good. an ex- excellent teacher. <laughs> That's what I was worried about. I haven't done much teaching for people, so I'm, I'm always terrified I'm going to say something wrong or make people feel bad. <laughs> no. no, you did a great job. Awesome. You guys say this is an addiction. Where's the payoff? Is it seeing yourself in the finished costume? Is it the compliments you get when you go to cons? Where's the where if it's an addiction, there's a high. Where's the high at? It's getting to the con and getting to be a different person for a whole day. Yep. There's it it com- changes your complete mindset. Uh it's it's really hard to explain to somebody who hasn't experienced it before, but just everybody coming up to you asking, "Can I take your picture? I love your costume. Oh my god, that's so amazing. How did you do that? Did you buy it? Did you make it? How?" Getting to explain all that and just getting to share in that community, I guess, is is the high. 
Yeah, there's definitely, there's a few like different kinds of that sort of payoff. You know, there's um, cosplaying a really popular character like Finn and having everyone so excited about it. There's cosplaying like a more obscure character. Um, like when I did Aphrodite 9, a lot of people like she's so rarely cosplayed. And I had so many people coming up to me saying I've never seen her cosplayed before. Um, so that was a lot of fun. Plus, um, Top Cow themselves actually reached out to me a couple times saying they really loved it. Um, so that was really cool. And then, you know, for me, obviously the charity side. So getting to be a superhero and seeing the kids faces light up. Sterling and I were doing an event at the, um, the Denver Zoo. And, you know, usually kids love Captain America. They know who Black Widow is, but she's not really, she's not as cool as Captain America. But I had this little boy, he was like four years old, and he ran screaming up to me, Natasha, <laughs> Natasha, and gave me a big hug. And that, I, that was like two years ago, but I'm still like, that was my favorite. <laughs> That's awesome. And you got to be Black Widow last weekend. And I saw a lot of kids come oh, up and yeah. take pictures with you. Yeah. A lot of little girls, especially, you know, it's really, really cool to see them have a role model that mm-hmm. is this kind of badass superhero and not just a Disney princess or something. That is true. Like um, any of the cons that I've been to, I look back through the pictures. My favorite pictures are always the one where there's a little kid who's asked for my photo, mm-hmm. even though I I don't cosplay a lot of child-friendly cosplays but there's still always at least one that's like oh my god can i get a photo with you yeah of course and those are my favorites you're gonna have to expound on (laughs) child-friendly cosplays for Uh, me boobs and ass (laughs) pretty much yeah i I cosplay lollipop chainsaw um she was one of my first ones uh i've done very skin heavy poison ivies um what are my other ones that i do miranda she's She's, not she's not Really not child-friendly, but she's definitely not one that kids know. But right, I still, one of my favorite factors. pictures is one with a little girl. That just asked me to come take, can you get your picture? Of course. Mm-hmm. How many pictures do you take on an average Saturday at Denver Comic-Con? Hundreds, oh, both gosh. of you? Hundreds. <laughs> yeah. Hundreds. Can, yeah, easily get up to hundreds. Especially like my first time there, I wasn't really sure what to expect while in costume. Um, and it was just kind of overwhelming because you don't really get to take too many steps before then someone is like, hey, can I get your picture? Or like wants to like do a pose with me or like do something like that. And um, I mean, it's awesome. Like it really is kind of like a high of like just mm-hmm. being, because it's also like such a positive environment. Like everyone is just happy. Like everyone is just happy to see you and happy to like take pictures and do everything. So it just like brings you up. It's cool. Mm-hmm. You guys are making me want to cosplay. You should. There you go. I'm going to. I'm, I'm being forced into it. No, yep. my, my co-host is, is really into cosplaying. And I knew when we brought her onto the show, I was like, well, this is we're going to have to do this. You know, like even as a stunt, we're going to have to do it. So mm-hmm. we've Brody will be first. Uh, I'm also working on. Uh, yes, I'm working on a cosplay. You don't believe that. <laughs> I'm working on a cosplay. Uh, really easy one for me to do and pull off. But I'm going to do Chris Knight from Real oh, okay. Genius. Awesome. I'm going to do the Surf Nicaragua shirt with the. Uh, what, what do you call those things with the balls on them that. You know, it was really yeah, 80s. What would you call I that? It's like a no. it's like a headband, but it's got the two things sticking up and two balls on the end of it. It's like, oh, like antenna? Right. Like yeah. antenna, yeah. yeah. Okay, all right. Cool. Okay, that'll be awesome. So I'm working on Chris Knight, and then what my third cosplay is Captain Hammer. Yeah, we're going to make you a Captain Hammer. Oh, we're doing nice. Captain Hammer, too? Yes. Yes. Dude, we'll be buddies. Yeah, she's going to be my gender-bent Captain huh. Hammer with my gender-bent Dr. Horrible. Yeah. Well, if I take one picture, it'll have to be with you. Definitely. So. <laughs> um, and we're also, I'm another one I'm going to force you to do is Man at Arms from He-Man. I told you I'd do Man at Arms, yeah. and I think cool. I fit that physical yes, build. Very I think much I can so. pull that off, so I'm, I'm happy to do Man at Arms. You don't see a lot of He-Man cosplays, 
when you guys are at cons, what what do you want to see, and what what costumes impress you? As you know, I the word professional. I guess I can throw that out there. You guys are probably professional cosplayers. I would say at this point, correct? No, sure. no, no, no. <laughs> maybe maybe for the other. Lloyd two. says yeah. no. <laughs> But what do you guys like to see? If you were to walk up to a cosplayer to take a picture, what would they be? What would they be wearing? Oh man! Um, I mean, for me, it's the um, you know again doing doing Black Widow with Sterling. You know, he and I look the part pretty well, and so seeing other Avengers or other superheroes that really look the part, like that we've run into a couple of really great Thors that have the long blonde hair and just look phenomenal. Um, we've got a few Hawkeyes that look really, really incredible. Um, so something like that is always like really, really cool. Cause it really, it really brings the character home mm-hmm. for me. Um, beyond that, I, I love huge armor builds. Like that's, mm-hmm. that's what, if I only could cosplay like one type of, of costume, it would be giant armor builds mm-hmm. all day long. So Anytime, I even if I don't necessarily know the character, if it's a really huge, really impressive costume, I'm gonna go ask them about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So usually, I'm again, I'm I'm a big anime nerd, so I'm looking out for different like anime costumes or anime cosplays that I can recognize. It's like, oh, that's from that show or that show or that show, and then I'm usually going up to them, and usually they're pretty happy because uh, depending on the convention type, they're might not be as many anime fans there. Like Denver Comic Con, there's a decent number, but there are like anime specific conventions where they are going to have more like affection so they're usually happy to see me like run up to them and say i love your cosplay um but yeah i think i am also in the just like the bigger more like ridiculous costume you can make the more awesome that is like i think there was a, sometime last year there was someone who was walking around in a giant lego batman um cosplay cosplay that had actually made it so big that he couldn't fit in some hallways but he was just walking around in this giant like um it actually looked like lego pieces and it so was just that's like, that's my buddy john was he john, actually <laughs> john we love you um we're gonna have john on the podcast at some point hopefully in the near future he writes um really really inappropriate children's books and they're amazing <laughs> Um, but yeah, John, um, he makes giant Lego suits. He's going to be making a Lego Captain America that will auction <laughs> off for the charity. Um, nice. He also does um, Gundams out of foam, and nice. they're like 11 feet tall. Um, and they're actually, you get into them, they're on stilts. Like, they're they're really incredible. That's fantastic that you know. <laughs> <laughs> One thing you'll realize on the podcast, Rebecca knows everyone <laughs> no, like she on the really drive does. on the drive here i think it was like 10 different people it's like oh yeah i know my buddy on this and like that or whatever it's like yeah just like beck and sterling they're just connected mm-hmm. know yep you'll you'll notice that when you go to cons with them too it's like everybody's like becca sterling becca sterling <laughs> holy crap you know everyone mr and mrs cosplay right here <laughs> all right well not that i want to get off a of cosplay <laughs> But we did have a little bit of homework today that I want to get into. And I know everyone sitting around the table are gamers. The question I asked you guys, uh, and it's the proverbial question that's been asked about many things, but Desert Island, you've got a console, five games. They don't have to be your five favorite games. Mm -hmm. I just want to know if you could only play five titles for the rest of of your life, what would they be? Lloyd, we're going to start with you and how we do this on (laughs) BitFace. 
we doing this elimination style? We do this elimination style always. Shit. So right. if one of your games gets said, style. of course, jump in and talk about it. But then it's off the list. And uh, we've been doing it like that for, for two years here. It's just the way we do it on BitFace. You don't have to start. Rebecca can start. I didn't mean to put you okay. on the spot No, no, there, no. Man. I get it. I get it. <laughs> okay. But yeah, that's what we're going to talk about today. Not necessarily your favorite games, even though a couple of mine are my favorite Yeah, a games. couple of mine are too. Uh, but if you could only have five games, rest of your life, and... I, I read a little bit online. People are like, oh, you can't have internet or you can't have internet. That's a stipulation. I didn't put that on you guys. You can have internet if, if that's that really makes your gaming experience better and it needs to be a multiplayer title. Absolutely, you can uh, you can do that, which makes it pretty easy to pick WoW as one of your five. Right? But uh, anyway, take it away, sir. I'm, I'm curious to hear what your, uh, your first Desert Island game is. All right. Well, so I did kind of approach it that way. It's like not quite the favorite game, but just like what game can I continually just keep playing and keep playing and keep playing? Um, so the first one that I actually was picking is actually kind of funny because I actually haven't put that many hours into it, but I know that I could keep playing it. So I could keep playing Civ Five just again oh, and again. Oh, that's a good choice. Fantastic um, choice. And it's just like when I was playing it because I'm I'm terrible when it comes to actually like following through on games. Like I'll play it for like a couple weeks and like all right, that was cool. Oh, that's to totally yeah. what I do. <laughs> yep. But like Civ Five is just a lot of fun, and it is a game where if I can put it like yeah, let's do a hundred turns and just keep playing this forever. Um, and I mean, like, there's always kind of some random chance inside of it. I could always like pick different civilizations. I could decide I want to like just nuke everyone or try to be <laughs> peaceful. It's like you can play it so many different ways. So that's a great choice. Great. One. I'm glad. I'm glad you started because what a, what a great choice. And I I did read a lot of Desert Island lists from other writers, mm -hmm. and some iteration of a Civ game appeared on almost every yep. single one of them. Mm -hmm. So very very good job. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. All right, for me, this was a really hard thing for me to think about because I still consider myself a newbie gamer. I haven't played that many games because I get sucked into one for a really long time. Um, that being said, my number one game that I'd want to have on a on Desert Island would be Fallout 4 because it is currently my favorite and it's something that I could run around and build stuff all day long forever. That's what um, I ended up doing. I haven't I have, haven't played like hardly any of the story with Fallout 4 because right. I've just been building up my mm -hmm. settlement. Yeah. It's yeah. like the Sims Wasteland edition. Hey Michaela, have you finished Fallout 4? I have not. I am stuck. Oh, I'm not stuck. I've stopped at the point <laughs> where they want you to decide who to side with and I won't do it. <laughs> hey Michaela, how many hours did you put into Fallout 4? <laughs> I think I'm upwards of like seven days right now. <laughs> wow. And this is just uh, to... Uh, proclaimed newbie gamer from a vet here <laughs> set a save point aside where you're at right now yep and i went with all the choices oh, i no. played through true. yeah i don't have as many hours in the game that you do but i finished <laughs> it with every faction okay that's the key to doing it just put nice. a save aside know what clothes you're wearing that's how i did it i took a picture of the the save file and i knew what outfit i had on so i knew that's the one not to delete but uh just a little tips and tricks here Good but point, fallout yes. 4 is a, a great choice almost made my list as well okay so, continuing with the same developer, Bethesda, will come as no shock, um, Skyrim for me. Because mm -hmm. um, similar thing, especially with the um, the Hearthfire expansion, it's like The Sims. <laughs> you can build a house, you can have a family, so you can dump so many hours into that. Every time you play through, you can play it slightly different. The, the side quests are so in-depth, um, you can just really, really put a lot a lot of hours into that i mean i've played skyrim we've talked about this on the cast before i've played skyrim on three different consoles i've sunk maybe 300 hours into it and i still pick it up on occasion 
I almost put it on my list, and I've never. I've only played it for five hours <laughs> yeah. for the same reason that you pointed out, though, Lloyd. Like, I know if I was on a desert island, I could play that game. It probably has a lot of replayability, and I, it d- I do know does. you played it. Yeah. How many hours realistically did you put into Skyrim across consoles? Um, probably over three hundred, just Damn. with all of my different save games, and you know, starting as a new race starting playing a different path um yeah because i mean i bought it the day it came out for playstation 3 i've played it on playstation 3 i played it on pc and ps4 so and i'll probably end up getting it for the switch when it comes out. <laughs> <laughs> oh is it actually coming for the switch yes it is, it is. Ooh, nice nintendo's uh nintendo's doing a pretty good job with this console i've i've heard that mario kart is actually outselling zelda right now mm-hmm. wow. which is is a shocker to me I'm going to go with a game I have put way more than 300 hours into, will continue to put more than 300 hours into, game I've been playing the longest. It's Desert Island game, but it's also my favorite game of all time, Miss Pac-Man. <laughs> if okay. I want a Desert Island, Solid. you can give me Pac-Man. Pac-Man always changes. You can always be going after your uh, mm-hmm. your high score. I've been doing it since I was a kid. Yeah, that's going to be my number one. Yep. All right. Solid choice. Awesome. All right. Second round? Second round? Yeah, all you're right. up. You're up, man. <laughs> okay. So... So I did, I had something number two on my list, but I didn't, what I didn't know is that we could actually have internet on, um, on this desert island. I'm going to give that, you internet. Okay. I, I think it's fair, right? That's very that's, generous of you. That's pretty you sweet. That a desert <laughs> You're island a just kind has, and like, benevolent god. <laughs> desert island with like fiber optic cable, just like going back to the mainland. Um, so I'm going to switch up. to follow that maybe? <laughs> no, just sit here, play games. Yeah. You expect me to do work? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, so I'm switching up my second choice. My second choice will probably actually be Overwatch now. So if I have connections to like the uh, to the rest of the world, and for some strange reason I'm just not typing "please help me" into the chat, then I'm absolutely playing Overwatch. Like I can. That's another game where I can just keep playing it again and again and again. And I'm definitely not like that good at it, but it's just like one of the a game that I've had like the most fun with recently. I think it's a good pick. I've had a lot of fun with it too. I really like how they keep adding uh, how they keep adding content, mm-hmm. and it's free. Yeah, that's a concept that a lot of gaming companies, in fact, most gaming companies, cannot grasp mm-hmm. nowadays. Even though I complain about microtransactions, the new Forza DLC is the most amazing thing I've ever played in my life. Oh. It's Hot Wheels, right. Hot Wheel cars, Did they actually <laughs> islands made together with uh, blue and orange tracks. Okay, uh, that's, that's amazing. Awesome. It's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Anyway, complete tangent there, but Overwatch, <laughs> uh, I, I love that choice. And yeah, with with internet, that is going to make the list a little bit a little bit different. But Didn't I mean, really if you're trapped in a desert mind. island, that you might, can't be without friends, right? Mm-hmm. That might be my only change. I think everything else, I'm actually I'm actually good with playing single player. I think it's a good pick. Yeah. Uh, for my second one, I'm going to go old school. I'm going to pick Super Mario. Ooh, right on, because it's a classic, and I've actually never beat a Super Mario game, so I. I feel like if I was on a desert island, I could finally get to that. You could finally beat it. There you go. You've never finished I've any never of them? I never have, no. You are a noob. I am. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> she is. We'll we love her anyways. I spend it's my fine. time building cosplays, not playing video games. Yeah. Obviously. I mean, you have to make sacrifices between the two, right? <laughs> oh, it's tough. It is. See, I'll see Rebecca online for like four days, and then I'll know a con's coming up because she'll be gone. Right? Yep. Yeah. Dead silent. That was one of my questions today that I forgot to ask you guys. Why are all cosplayers procrastinators? Because you all are. I don't know. It's like that roll safe meme that I posted. You'll always do your best work last minute if you do all your work last minute. (laughs) Yes. So I, I mean, I tried like, 
I think like <laughs> two or three months ago, I was trying to get Michaela like, let's get me a, on a schedule. schedule. <laughs> yeah, that lasted like three days. <laughs> that did not work. I'm like, you could do cosplay like these two days of the week. Like focus all your work here. Like you could plan out like how long pieces would take. That that just like deteriorated. Yep. But to be fair, now that I'm actually trying to like make my own cosplay, I am also like procrastinating like a motherfucker. Like it's just <laughs> like it's it just happens. I can't. I can't. Part I can't of it, I think, it. you know, it's also you put aside the pieces that you know are going to give you problems that you know, like oh, I don't know exactly how. I should attach this armor piece or what have you. And then once you get close to your deadline, that kind of forces you to be really creative with it. So that to me, you know, I honestly do do all my work, best work last minute um, because that forces me to like really think and really come up with creative solutions that I probably wouldn't have done. Critical thinking gets put into gear there. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. When you have no other option. Exactly. (laughs) If you are going to go back and beat one of the Super Mario Brothers, the first one, is pretty hard, but okay. well worth it when you finish it. In fact, I beat, God, I think I beat two and three before I ever finished one. Right. The The eighth level mm-hmm. on Mario Brothers 1 is brutal. Nice. Okay. It's brutal. But that's a, that's a great choice and a Nintendo classic. I don't think yeah. anyone would disagree with that. <laughs> so since we're going old school, I'll throw back to one of the first games I ever played um, that I can still pick up again to this day, and that's Myst. Ooh, I absolutely works. love Myst. I, you know, I, I could spend hours, like, not even just working on the puzzles, but just walking around and looking at the world. It was just so, so beautifully done, especially for that time. Um, so that would definitely have to be on my list. I think that's a good pick. I, I never got into the series. It, it bores me, but I understand <laughs> I the appeal. It. Yeah. Uh, I'm keeping it old school. I honestly can't believe this hasn't been said yet, because if I was going to take an RPG to a desert island, it's going to be Chrono Trigger. Yep. I almost put that one on my list. <laughs> Seven but to I knew nine you were different take it. endings, tons of replayability. I love the story. I love the art style. I love the music. Have to take something from the SNES, and I think that's a uh, I think it's a good pick. I'm yeah. gonna diminish my nerd cred right now. I have not played Chrono Trigger. I have not played through it yet. I'm I'm old, <laughs> <laughs> so I can understand why you haven't, or any of you have played uh, have played through it. It is one that I think holds up. And I think if you go back on a virtual console today or an emulator, however you want to do it and play it, I think as the, a fan of uh, uh, anime, yep. you would love it. You would no. love it. Yeah. yeah. And the DS port, they did a really great job with. Oh, good point. I, I haven't even played it that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you can still get it on a DS cartridge. Um, and it, it's still really pricey because again, it's one of those great games that really never loses its value. So I think it's still like 30 bucks at GameStop, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's a really, really great game. Yep. That is still on the list. All right, so next one that I'm picking, um, it is not old school. It's, I think it only came out like a couple years ago or something, but it does, it is kind of a throwback to those kind of roguelike games. So it's on the PC, it's Rogue Legacy. So what this is- Great is, choice. Um, like every single time you're starting up, you're basically a new character. You're a new character with different, like slightly different attributes. You can have slightly different weapons and- you're just going through a randomly generated giant... Is it a mansion? I don't actually know what it is. It's like a it's castle. A castle. It's a castle, right. Um, this kind of randomly generated castle. Um, still haven't beat that game because that game is really goddamn hard. Um, 
But if I have all the time in the world on a desert island, I can probably beat it at that point. That's a great pick. I have finished it. Mm-hmm. It was one of my favorite games. What it, it came out two years ago, I believe. Something like that, yeah. Maybe it was on PC earlier, but console was was two years back. Okay. Great choice. Yeah. Uh, because it changes every time, yep. so you don't ever you, the levels aren't predictable. It's kind of like um, Darkest Dungeon in that. Uh, oh, okay, aspect. interesting. Where Darkest Dungeon would be the side-scrolling RPG, this is the platformer. Would yep. you say more of a platformer yeah. action okay. game? But your characters, they each birth each other, correct? So yeah. you have like attributes go to the, the next generation. It's, it's kind of hard <laughs> to explain, but it's great. I recommend anybody try it. It's, it's phenomenal. Great yeah, choice, it's a, man. It's a really fun game. And that's that's if you haven't guessed yet, that is my theme of just like randomly generated <laughs> games. <laughs> uh, let's see, for my third one. I'm going to have to go with my favorite video game of all time. Um, the Portal series, actually. Portal 2 is my favorite because it has more to do. Portal 1 is my favorite because it's just so very original. Nothing was ever like that before, and it was actually the first game I ever completed. So I'd have to pick Portal for the third one. Awesome. Good choice. So you say you're a noob. Is that what got you into it? Was it Portal? Yeah. Was that the... That's awesome. Yeah. What? Because that, that game is universally appreciated by mm-hmm. everyone. I don't yeah. think there's a gamer out there that's like, man, fuck Portal. It right? sucks, you know? <laughs> That I don't think that happens, mm-hmm. and it's great that that's what that's what drew you into gaming. I love the critical thinking games, something that makes me have to figure out how to get out. So that's and any puzzle game will draw me in immediately. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So my next one is going to come as no surprise to anyone, but Borderlands <laughs> Two. <laughs> I was waiting for it. I almost put that number one just to be <laughs> oh, just to mess with me. Yeah, because you'd be so pissed. I would be pissed. Um, yeah, I've, I've talked about it multiple, multiple times. It's just a phenomenal game. I never get sick of the writing. I've that's another one that I've easily sunk three hundred hours into across multiple platforms. The uh, you you can play as different different characters in different classes, and so have very different play styles through all of that. I mean, I. I will never get tired of Borderlands 2, especially with all the DLC included. I mean, there's just so much to that game. Are we going to have to get you a new window sticker? Yes. Yes, we oh, are. Yeah. That's how I always know it's your car. I'm like, oh, Borderlands, that's what Rebecca's driving. Yeah. And so, yeah. My window sticker was destroyed by the hail. It's really sad. Your car will be resurrected. At least it was only the window, right? And there's a lot of dents, and the windshield's cracked. Except you may have to paint her purple now. Borderlands 2 Moxie. <laughs> hey. <laughs> what I wanted to do, although Sterling wasn't buying it, is um, uh, Moxie's gun. Um, Bad Touch mm-hmm. is the red one, I think. Or am I getting that mixed up? Solid name. Yeah, there's Moxie's Good Touch and Moxie's Bad Touch. Um, and the flavor text in the description is, um, when I'm good, I'm really good. But when I'm bad, I'm better. It's awesome. <laughs> so it's got... Um, these the gun has like these decals on the side that say mad moxie and has a little picture of her and stuff like that and so i actually wanted to put that on the side of the car so that my car would actually be moxie's bad touch oh yeah but sterling said no (laughs) just do it anyway (laughs) he'd forgive you first of all yeah probably let me let me talk to him (laughs) that's right forgiveness with puppy dog guys it always works um kind of to your uh same uh same point lloyd i'm gonna go with the binding of isaac rebirth i was was thinking of putting that for the same reason you picked rogue legacy uh because of the replayability because there's so much to do in that game you can never truly finish the game unless you do a run without taking one 
hit it's, of damage. It's another game that's also just like stupidly hard, or can be. It, it can be stupidly hard, but uh, the the random aspect of it and the unlocking and the fact you get better weapons throughout the title, I think it's great. It also came out within the last couple of, uh, yep. couple of years, and I think the replayability is is insane. So yeah, you and I are on the same uh, same wavelength today as far as how we would entertain ourselves on a desert island. Yeah, gotta have something. It's if we're there for the rest of our life. Um, okay. Well, actually, so my next game is not so much random. This one is more of actually just like a simulation, which I think also kind of fits a bill of like you can just keep playing this. Um, but Kerbal Space Program. So that is basically you're literally just you're making your own version of NASA. Like you are starting out like building rockets, trying to get to the moon, trying to get to like other planets in the solar system, trying to put up satellites. Um, and they've done like a really good job of actually making the physics like as close as you can to making like a space flight simulator, which is not an easy thing. Interesting. Um, but it's a super fun game. Also super hard because you realize that rocket science is kind of hard. Um, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Really? Surprise, surprise. Who knew? Damn. <laughs> I think uh, there's jokes life. about that, isn't there? <laughs> <laughs> nah. Um, but it, it is just like a ton of fun because you can, there's one way where you can play it which is the right way of trying to <laughs> of trying to actually like get to the different planets and do it um and kind of actually like make your space organization like fully functional and have all these satellites and whatnot and there's the other way where you just see like how badly can you break this game and just what different things can you make inside of it because um, people have made like different like fighter jets that are just not supposed to be able to fly and just like flying those around like doing test runs around like racetracks and whatnot like it's pretty sweet oh that's hilarious i haven't tried it but now i want to yeah it's absolutely recommend it's just a really fun game also frustrating at first but it's so satisfying once you actually get something into space like it's the best feeling in the world you broke it you broke it <laughs> when you put it back in yeah go up a little bit with yeah. it yeah there you go it's okay we'll edit that out all those lovely sounds <laughs> there you go now you sound great see? okay cool all right uh let's see for my next one i'm gonna pick because i want a variety of different games i'm actually gonna pick injustice okay Ooh, it's my works. favorite fighting game i'm really good at it for some reason i have no idea why i picked it up one day <laughs> when i was at gamestop waiting for a game to be released and smashed all the nerds there so that awesome. would be yeah. Are you stoked for Tuesday? I am. I already so have excited. I have it it's already downloaded and ready to go. I yes. just have to wait for ten o'clock. So <laughs> also one of my favorite fighting games. I love the studio. I love Netherrealm. Oh, yeah. Uh so yeah, you might be amending your choice though to Injustice Two, right? correct, yes. after you play it. I, yeah. I'm gonna assume it's not gonna be a giant piece of crap, aren't I hope don't not. you? I really hope not. <laughs> the character list is it's insane. Amazing. Phenomenal. It's so amazing. You wanted to do the Harley Quinn. I'm still cos- gonna do a Harley Quinn cosplay from yeah. that one, yeah. I want to do the Black Canary from that one. I loved her her intro video that they did. See, this is also like, it's like cosplayers who are also video gamers are like 50% excited to play the game, like 50% like excited to see just like the new costumes and like see what they can. And then you you put enough hours into the costume side of it and you're like, I just want to play the game. (laughs) I don't want to do this anymore. I don't, I don't have that problem. (laughs) I don't. I don't know that you ever will. I don't know that <laughs> ever. No, I have to go with. Uh, you know, besides Man at Arms, I have to go with stuff where I can. It has to be my face. I have to be able to drink. I have to be able to to speak. I have. I can't be. I he love definitely those has costumes. to be able to drink. Yeah, it's a requirement. Yeah, yeah, I, I I do. If I'm if I'm cosplaying all day, I don't know what I'm going to do. If someone's like, "Can I take a picture with you?" I'll be like, "Yeah, I guess." <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> 
Yeah, if you want. I've never seen a Brody. No, I haven't, I haven't either. either. Okay, and you guys go to way more cons than I well have been to way more cons than I have. I'm pretty much at everyone now, but yeah, I've never seen anybody do Brody. Yeah, we really need to get like the full group because that would blow up on mm-hmm. the internet. I think. Well, uh, yeah. How would we do that? Is uh, is Sterling going to be Ben Affleck? <laughs> he do can it. do it. Do it. You hear that, Sterling? I want you to be Shannon, <laughs> Shannon Hamilton, buddy. <laughs> I think you could pull it off, right? Yeah. And I could be what's her name. You should you need to be Renee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or Trish. You could you could definitely be Trish too. Be yeah. too easy for you though. Renee would be a harder cosplay for you to do. Then I'll do Renee. <laughs> Shannon Doherty would be proud. <laughs> she would. Maybe we'll reach yeah. out to her. Yeah. There you go. That'd be awesome. I think you're up too. I am up. All right, good. Um, so for my next game, last game? Are we at five? We're at um, four. We're at four. 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 Um stardew valley i've talked about this game quite a bit um i love farming games i'm a huge fan of like the harvest moons and all of those and um but stardew valley especially like it's another one that you can just sink so many hours into it because the the plot of land that they give you is massive you can do all sorts of different things not just with farming but you can also raise animals you can have um i my biggest source of money right now is I actually have um, a brewery on my farm. <laughs> I made a little building. It's got a bunch of kegs inside it, and I'm just cranking out pale ale right now. So, <laughs> um, but that's one that I mean, it doesn't so much different than real Rebecca, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, it's one that it doesn't like really end. Like you can just keep going and keep making a profit and and all of that for basically ever. Um, reorganizing redesigning your farm so that that definitely has to be on my list and that was on your top 10 of it last was. year it's correct? a phenomenal game it really is was that your number one um i think it was i think it was your number one yeah it, it's really just i cannot recommend it highly enough especially if you are if you've ever been into any of the harvest moons rune factory um fantasy life any of the games like that i mean there it's it's really really phenomenal it's um it's by chucklefish the same people that did terraria um the the battling mechanics are pretty good it's i mean it's just it's got a little bit of everything like i heard so much about stardew valley and i i do um like watching a couple different twitch streams and Mm -hmm. a lot of them were just like playing all the times like i could it's one of the games that i could never I've just never gotten into like farming simulators before, but right. I do like watching different like highlights and whatnot from it because mm-hmm. there are just like a lot of good moments from that game. Yeah. Um. So it's always been just like a super interesting game to me, just like the concept of it. But... I cannot imagine anything more boring than playing a farming game than <laughs> watching someone play a farming <laughs> game. Watching Twitch streams just like don't make sense in the first place. Like, I no, don't... they really don't. A, a lot of people like it, though, and how Tyler explains it to me, since he's not here today to talk for himself, I'll speak for him, <laughs> that it's the same as me watching football. Yep. Mm. Yeah. And I, I guess I, I kind of get that. Yeah. I can, I guess I can see watching a little Stardew Valley. I don't, unless you play Hearthstone, I don't know, Tyler watches 20 hours worth of Hearthstone streams a week. I cannot yeah. watch cards. <laughs> I can't do, and I, I don't know about you guys, and you can chime in here. Would you rather watch or would you rather play? Because, oh, my God, I will pick play every single time. Well, I'd rather play. But yeah. the issue is I don't always have time to. Like, yep. if I'm if I'm working on a cosplay or if I'm, like, putting on my makeup, getting ready to go somewhere, 
and and saucy is on i'll throw up his twitch stream and just sit and you know tyler's also explained it as it's kind of like hanging out with people because you do get to chat with them and communicate and they'll talk back to you on the stream and and stuff like that which you don't get in football you're not sitting there in a text (laughs) chat talking to the quarterback (laughs) yeah that's true i think (laughs) becca kind of nailed it it's like Mm -hmm. it's most of the time i would actually prefer to play the game just don't always have that opportunity or have that chance so i can like just jump into a stream every now and then and just like watch it except when you refuse to play the new resident evil game yeah so second um so second uh we second have to we have that. to talk about that yeah 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 <laughs> so second part of that is that i am a scary cat i'm terrified <laughs> of things um so i will not play a scary game but I'm happy to watch other people play scary games. And then it's no longer scary. It's just funny because then I'm just laughing at the other person who's getting scared. And so, yeah, didn't play Resident Evil, but watched Twitch streams on that. Didn't watch um, or didn't play. There was one, I can't, Until Dawn. That's what it was. Like the horror game that was like had all these different choices. um, Oh my God. That's the first game I platinumed on the PlayStation. Wow. I loved Until Dawn. It was, no, I loved it too. I loved watching it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh god that one's not too bad it's like I, it actually wasn't too bad it if was. you're a scaredy cat i would tell you like don't play alien isolation don't play outlast <laughs> right you could handle something oh god like no yeah Dawn. not playing outlast but also watch that one like it's i actually i actually prefer i like watching scary games being played i just am never going to play them and he's we, super gung-ho to get me to play it not a twitch stream yeah because because <laughs> it's the same deal i'm fine watching you being scared i just don't want to be scared myself and we do still have here at BitFaced a, um, a sort of competition going. As soon as we can get 100 subscribers on our YouTube channel, I will be Twitch streaming Alien Isolation. I think we're and over I'm halfway a, there. And I'm a scaredy cat, too. So um, <laughs> if you want to see me cry, tell your friends. <laughs> I'm going to be joining you for that, uh, that stream in yeah. some form or fashion just because. I figured I'd do it here. Yeah, that's a good yeah. place to do it. Uh, no, I love having the shit scared out of me, man. If I jump when I'm playing a game, boy, that is a feeling you don't get playing a shooter. You don't get it playing an arcade game. If something can scare the crap out of me, I love it. Yeah, don't understand it. Just can't can't get it. <laughs> yeah, me neither. But then I'm the kind of person that gets scared sometimes by like the wolves and Tomb Raider. So. <laughs> <laughs> by the wolves? <laughs> yes, because they come Scary out of nowhere. Wolf. Those did scare you me. too, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> making fun of me (laughs) i'm gonna go with a a a classic another game i can't believe has not been mentioned but if i'm on a desert island oh my god give me some tetris i thought that'd be here i thought that'd be here yeah i have to i have to have tetris i have to have some sort of puzzle game i almost went with a super puzzle fighter but i think tetris has a little bit it's a little bit deeper uh it's a game you can pick up and play anytime you want in fact Mm -hmm. i played a little bit uh last week nintendo classic as a, as a noob gamer, if you haven't checked out Tetris, oh, it was like the portal of its time. In fact, it's absolutely. It's honestly, it's what has said has brought more females into gaming. Mm-hmm. They said Tetris is that watershed moment when really? oh, it's not just uh, Mario Brothers. There's a game you can, like you said earlier, you can use your brain mm-hmm. to figure out. And I mm-hmm. think. You know, nothing against us males, but I think females like games where you have to think a little bit more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Probably and, true. Lloyd, do you agree? <laughs> yeah. I'm not trying to send our uh, our gender down the down No, it's absolutely the true. I mean, like, no, the we can first... send your gender down the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> I had a bad run-in with some businessmen in Atlanta yesterday, so I'm a little salty towards the male <laughs> gender right now. Why didn't you, like, I would totally, I mean, this does that doesn't happen to me, though. If four guys were walking down a hallway and they didn't move, I would have hockey-checked one of them. Yeah, <laughs> but, I mean, they all weigh, like, 100 pounds more than I do, so. Yeah, it's a bit different. Mm. <laughs> 
Um, fuck that shit. I don't. I don't like hearing that at all. We don't like. Yeah, my my gender wasn't very nice to you yesterday. No, so. they weren't. <laughs> fuck those assholes. We can be assholes. The vast majority of us can be assholes. Yeah. Um, We're sitting with some good ones here, though. Yeah. So yeah, it's all right. <laughs> they must be in good moods, Lloyd. <laughs> I'm happy about it. Um, final round. Yeah, this is uh, everyone's uh, everyone's last picker. We have done great today for yeah. content, time, keeping it organized. You guys said you had a bad experience on a podcast. Good God, you're bringing your A game today. <laughs> We're usually very nervous on podcasts. Yeah. Why Why is that? Because that's the most common thing when people sit down with me, uh, even last weekend at Free Comic Book Day when, uh, when Chu sat down with us. Mm-hmm. Nervous for the first five minutes. After that, everything just seems to work. Uh, I get nervous uh, about 30 minutes before, but about 10 minutes before we're about to tape, I guess I just calm down. I think it's natural, though, isn't it? It's kind of, it. I don't know, it just kind of depends on how your brain works sometimes. Right. It's like um, some people get nervous, like, a while before, like yourself, and some people get nervous, like, right when they're about to do it. But it's kind of like you, the way I think about it is that you just kind of have to shut your brain off for a bit. Like, things are going to happen. You're going to be just, like, talking normally, like... You okay, might but stumble the or like mess there up. Or I don't talk normally. <laughs> I'm not a talker at all. At so all? it's weird for me to talk. Well, I mean, you obviously have to talk to communicate well, like, yes. hey, I'm hungry or right. man, this but sucks. But like, I don't really like me and Becca's conversations are like two words. Yeah. <laughs> Kayla's one that I love hanging out with because if I don't t- have to talk too much or like fill a silence, then I'm I'm very happy. Mm-hmm. So I know like we can just be sitting and hanging out and each working on our own thing, but still be enjoying each other's company and not having to like fill the silence. Exactly. Aren't those the best friends? <laughs> yes. I have friends that I love joking with and stuff, but sometimes Doug and I will sit on the couch and watch a movie and we will not say two words to each other except when needed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's the most beautiful thing in the world. I do like to talk on podcast. Mm-hmm. I do not like to go out and be social though. So I right. completely understand. In fact, at a con, everyone's like, well, at a con, you talk to everybody. You talk to everybody. That's work. Uh-huh. Exactly. <laughs> if I, you know, I was supposed to go to a party last night, and I ended up not going because Tyler called me and said, uh, dude, just just come over later. There's tons of people here. He's like, you're going to have to meet people. And I was like, yep, yeah, nope, I'll just stay here. <laughs> Thanks. I just, it, do you like to meet people too? No. It, you don't? Like, okay. See, that's really weird. That's why it's so weird that I like to go to Comic-Cons because in costume, I'm a different person. We need to we need to address this a little bit yeah. before we go to our, our last pick here. So is that the appeal for you? Are you able to because a lot of people cosplay. I rarely see people that actually play character. It sounds like you do more. Do you go in character? I try my best to. Yeah. Um, wow. For, that's, for see, that's impressive one, to me. Yeah. For my Miranda cosplay, I actually spent a couple months just listening to her talk so I could attempt the Australian accent. But that was really difficult. <laughs> yeah, we found out on Project Challenge that none of us can do a, an Australian accent except for <laughs> Sterling. Really? Captain Asshole. Yeah. <laughs> so he got the nickname that day. <laughs> Very entertaining. Yeah. So it, yeah, I don't know why it is, but um, normally I hate crowds. I hate being in large groups of people. I hate having a, a lot around me. But in cosplay, I can actually handle it. That's very interesting because now that you've told me this, I am going to see if I have the same reaction. Because mm-hmm. I also am attempting – I can't get the voice right, but I'm really going to try to be Brody for an hour yeah. of the day. I'm mm-hmm. not going to say I can do eight hours. That's going to be too much. <laughs> and I have to be Eric from BitFaced at some mm-hmm. point. But I'm, I'm curious too because I hate crowds. Mm-hmm. I hate meeting people. I'm claustrophobic as shit. Yep. Yep. I'm wondering as Brody though, is that going to be different? And one thing that I – my theory as to why this works a little bit better is because when you're in cosplay, people will give you a little bit of a wider berth. 
they will not get as close to you. If I go in cosplay to, or not in cosplay to a con, I'm angry the entire day. <laughs> yep, because people are bumping up against yep. you. I mean, it's, for me, it's been, you know, in general, the crowds don't want to, like, bump up against you and break something or something like that but i've i've talked about on the cast before i've been grabbed inappropriately at cons mm-hmm. a couple times so mm-hmm. in general people give me a wider yeah. berth but then also people get a lot I closer had to me too. Like Becca, so. yeah. you said you haven't Mm-mm. good yet no yeah. it's good because i talked to a lot again i talked to a lot of cosplayers and they all have similar stories to rebecca you're honestly the first one that has really? not wow. i i'm pretty sure if i um yeah, I'm, I'm not going to name names mm-hmm. or anything, but yeah, I talked to a lot of both on and off the mic, and yeah, a lot of that same, not only the harassment at a con, but also harassment on either Twitch or, or mm-hmm. gaming on, mm-hmm. a, on a public channel. I get to hear that a lot, right. too, and I don't yeah. think, Lloyd, I don't think you and I ever have to go through that, do we? It's not, yeah, no, I talk about this a couple of different times in McKay. I'm like, vegan girl sucks, mm-hmm. like, for a lot of different reasons, and so, like, we don't have to deal with that, and... I'm happy you haven't had to deal with like any sort of harassment at cons and let's keep it that way. <laughs> I honestly though I expect it to happen eventually. I think you know there's there's people out there though that have your back. I know mm-hmm. I can I can speak for for Doug myself and Tyler if we saw something like that happen to Rebecca, oh, yeah. it would not be a pretty mm-hmm. day and we and we wouldn't wait for Sterling either. Right. We would hope he was there but we wouldn't wait. No. And that could be why nothing's ever happened to me. I've never gone to a con without a guy handler. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, so the first time I got um, grabbed was at Dragon Con, and I had my friend Ryan next to me, who's just this big, he was um, cosplaying Roland from Borderlands, big, big, beefy black guy. And then I had Scott on the other side of me, and he's actually a competitive bodybuilder, and I still got grabbed. So. (laughs) Damn. Yeah. Some people are not smart. Nope. (laughs) It was like this little 18-year-old kid. So. But he got what was coming to him. Yeah, he did. <laughs> and and I think like, yeah, you can't uh, you can't let that slide. No, if you no. do, then it's going to get worse. Exactly. And, and right, that, it shouldn't be your place to have to tell people how to fucking act mm-hmm. and how to have manners. Right, and that's the that's kind of why I didn't feel bad punching that kid because <laughs> it's like you you got to learn fast, and that's the best way to. <laughs> That's the best way to teach you. <laughs> it's it's just sad that it has to has to come to that, and that's there shouldn't have to be signs that say cosplay is not right. consent. And right. I, I rag on Tyler all the time that the reason they made those signs was because of him. But at the end of the day, that's not really a joke. The reason they made those signs is because people are fucking assholes. Yep. Yes. Yeah. And I don't I don't like to see it. And and if I if I do see it at a con, even if I don't know the girl, I promise you, I will minimally say something. I mean. I don't want to go to jail for assault. You, you do have to think about those things when you're 40. Right. <laughs> uh, and I can't beat up a kid either because then you're in a lot of trouble. Like right. You can get away with punching an 18-year-old kid. If I punched an 18-year-old kid, I think there'd be a lot of problems. Yeah. I'll It'd just be like, let Doug do it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh, I thought he was one of mine. I was just trying to discipline yeah. him. <laughs> yeah, let's get our uh, let's get our last one uh, here. So we're back to you, Lloyd. All right. Final, final game, buddy. Okay. So I was keeping it kind of in a with a random streak so far but i'm actually going to bring it to an indie game that is just like it's one of the prettiest games and one of the like it's a very like calming and nice game and it's called child of light and so what it is is a it's a indie rpg but the entire game is set up like um basically set up like a dream like a little girl's dream and in this dream she is like a princess and going to like and she's actually going around and gathering like 
a court of different people and going on these different adventures and whatnot and all the dialogue is actually rhyming as well which i actually thought was like a super cool um touch to it and it's just like it's a very very unique kind of feel for a game and so i know like i would want games i would want to keep like have replay value but every now and then i know that i'd want to like go back to just like a nice game that just like like the story like the appeal of it like the look of it um it's also a hard as shit game um but yeah it is it is, <laughs> it is actually like a lot of fun i do like it and it's turn-based uh RPG, yes it correct? is it's turn-based rpg and it actually has a kind of i can't remember if a final fantasy did this as well but it kind of has like a time bar or something on it where it's kind of like each attack and take a different amount of time you kind of have to plan it out what you're doing and whatnot interesting um, so yeah. it is it can get pretty tactical so it is it does provide like enough value to it yeah Rebecca, the later, you would love it yeah the later couple of final fantasies did that kind of like it was quasi turn-based but with an active decreasing time bar right. so you had to really plan your stuff out yep interesting all right for my last one i'm gonna go for the game that actually made me want to cosplay in the first place and it's not gonna be what you think it is halo 4 <laughs> oh uh i when I first started playing it, I wanted to be Master Chief. And I started building the armor. That was the first thing I'd ever done, sitting there in my room with my foam and my hot glue, and I have the burns on my legs to prove it. <laughs> so you went awesome. for armor right out of the gate. Yep. I feel bad I never going finished for a t-shirt it, and a jacket now. <laughs> Pussy. <laughs> Halo 4 was a great game, though. Shooter mechanics were great. The multiplayer was awesome. Mm-hmm. I played through it with Jake. I liked the co-op campaign yeah. that you could do. Yeah, great choice. I awesome. think uh, I love Halo. Yeah. I still, I still desperately want to be Halo or Master Chief. You can still one day we can make I will, that happen. I will get yeah. it happen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we could totally make that happen. Cool. So I've gone back and forth a little bit on what my last one should be, um, but actually, sitting here listening to you, Eric, I I've I think I've changed my mind. Um, I'm gonna go with Galaga. Ooh, that's my favorite cabinet game, and that's one you know, like Mrs. Pac-Man for you. I can always pick it back up and try and beat my high score, and I just have a, a lot of fun playing Galaga. It was gonna be Witcher Three, honestly, but I think I'm gonna go with Galaga. I think Galaga is a great pick. And I think Witcher 3 is a great pick, too. In fact, it almost made my list also because I have not scratched the surface, and I know there's tons of content in that game. Um, My last pick was going to be Dark Souls, but now that I've thought about it, I'm going to go with Forza Horizon 3. Okay. I I don't think anyone else picked a driving game. Nope, nope. Uh, Burnout 3 would probably be very close to Forza Horizon 3, but I think there's so much to do in Forza Horizon 3, especially with the... uh, I was playing the the Hot Wheels after a couple beers last night, and oh my... (laughs) God, it was fun, and that's the kind of that's the kind of stuff that that studio does. That they really put their heart and soul into the expansion. So I think I'd want a driving game out mm-hmm. on an island since I wouldn't have access to a car yep. or ever be able to drive again. And driving something I like to do. So yeah, we'll end it with uh, with Forza Horizon Three. Before we wrap today, guys, is there anything anybody wants to plug? Michaela, especially. I know you're not on social media. <laughs> no, yeah. Please at least plug your cosplay. I am on cos- social media. I just am really horrible at it. So on Facebook, I'm known as Fayborn Cosplay. Um, and also on Instagram, Fayborn Cosplay. I think it's at Fayborn, though, on Instagram. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's where I am. Go check out her, Miranda. That was um, the first, of my best. first cosplay I ever saw her, saw her in. And that was when I knew, like, she was probably the best seamstress I ever Especially when you told me that you patterned that whole damn thing yourself. I'm like, Jesus Christ, woman. That That's was my specialty. <laughs> yeah. Out of nowhere patterns. 
when I'm sure the week this episode comes out, which I don't know when it will be, we will probably feature you if it's okay on Please our do. page. Yeah. Uh, we've been slack a little bit on that. That's been I know. my fault. Well, well and mine too. I've been traveling. So <laughs> yeah, Rebecca's been out, but we, we try to feature a cosplayer mm-hmm. every week. And if you would like, we would love yeah. to feature some of your cosplay. I think it'd be Definitely. Uh, awesome. And our, uh, our, our fans are, are pretty really nice people. Mm-hmm. Have you had any bad feedback mm-hmm. from any? No, big no, everyone's been been super nice awesome. yeah most of the people in the bitface community uh you'll you'll get some uh get some likes and appreciation there's Ooh. not a lot of haters out there we we tend to attract a, a pretty good crowd good i'd say yeah awesome. definitely um lloyd anything you want to put out there man i know you're just getting into the cosplay i'm just twitch getting... channel any anything you don't have to i've got shit I, <laughs> we <laughs> That was very well delivered, I'll tell you that much. If, if you want to listen to Lloyd's comedy, I'm sure he'll be back on, that, on the podcast. That was very, very well done. Um, no, and I'll, I'll, I guess I'll wrap by saying uh, our next event as BitFaced is going to be Denver Comic Con. We will be there in some sort of media presence, but I also have a feeling I'll be spending a lot of time at the Yard House. So come by and see me since, unfortunately, we're not going to have a table at DCC, but we will be there Um you can also find Rebecca at Denver Comic Con at the Cap for Kids table yep, when we'll she's be at not the, doing interviews. At the Cap for Kids table, we um, we just got the map recently, so we're kind of um, along the the lower side of the um, the convention center, close to the front doors where you would enter. So we should be really really easy to find. We're gonna have some pretty cool stuff at our booth, um, as well as, of course, taking entries for the Stanley sh- signed Captain America shield. So definitely stop by. Yeah, go by and see Rebecca. Uh, if you want to see me, I promise I will arrange the time <laughs> to do it. But yeah, we will all be at DCC. That'll be our next convention. I think that's the last thing we have to announce. Except, and I know I beat this into the damn ground last week, and I'm gonna do it again today. Get your smile account on Amazon mm-hmm. and change the charity to Cat for Kids, guys. I. I've never asked for anything. I've asked for subscriptions on the podcast. I've asked for you to click like. I've never asked for you to spend a dime, and I'm still not asking you to spend a dime. I'm asking you to take a little bit of what you would purchase on Amazon anyway, and let's be fair. Everybody uses Amazon. Everybody shops on Amazon. You buy something from Amazon. Have a little bit of that money. Go to a worthwhile cause. And if I'm not selling it to you well enough, if you sit down with Rebecca or Sterling at a con, give them five minutes of your time. I promise you, you will be a cat for kids believer when we are done. Across the table from me, my new friend Michaela and Lloyd, thank you for so much for joining us today on BitFaced. I hope this is not the last time we get to see you. I'm sitting sure not. in. Okay, good. Good. Yeah, I know you don't like to talk, so. <laughs> this has actually been a lot more comfortable than I've usually been, so. You know what we should all do? And we don't have to do this now. Let's all do a cast, but let's all do it in character do a what now let's do a cast <laughs> but let's a do what? it in character so you could be finn you could be whoever you want you could be someone from an anime that that i've never met before but let's let's make an attempt you guys yeah. don't have to just just an idea that came to me yeah that's a great idea actually i think especially you know i know we kind of have to put this on hold for a little while but whenever we get a camera if we can actually like cosplay and be in character oh, yeah. that would be I think we're going to have the camera figured out just temporarily. We might use the one I just got. Okay. uh, And we'll see. But yeah, we've had to delay things because we have to buy a whole new audio setup, which is, which is wonderful. Thanks DCC. (laughs) Yeah. uh, That's not who I was thinking I was going to thank sarcastically, but we'll go with that. (laughs) Uh, Sitting in my chair today. So glad to have her back on her own podcast. Uh, I know we only get her 50% of the time that that we want her, but she took the time and, and drove down today. To talk about stuff that she's passionate about, and it's always great having the sexy chameleon, aka B. Rekka, here. Uh, 
chairman of the soundboard today is me, motherfuckers, not <laughs> Tyler Run TRG Glaze. But again, as you know, I am Eric G. Hollis, and we are cosplayers. <laughs>